listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. To you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And this week, we have a special guest who is immersed in a lot of different promotions in the Chicagoland area. He's a guy with a pulse on indie wrestling. He's the Chicago-style wrestling general manager, jack-of-all-trades, and a lot of other organizations. Steve Arendt will be joining us for the very first time on Windy City Slam. And before we get to Steve, let's take a quick rundown of what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. And one thing nationally I'll mention real quick before getting into the full slate of local stuff, AEW this week, they're doing their Grand Slam event Wednesday night in Flushing Meadow, New York, where they have the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament. Now, this is going to be a fun atmosphere. About 20,000 or so fans will be there. Wednesday night, Dynamite and Friday night, Rampage as well will be taped on Wednesday. All those matches will be taped Wednesday night. Match I'm looking forward to, and I think the whole world is looking forward to, AEW champion Kenny Omega, the best bout machine against arguably the best technical wrestler there is in the world today, Brian Danielson. Non-title match, of course, but that's the one everybody's going to be talking about coming out of this week in terms of national wrestling. Now, switching to local stuff, Berwyn Championship Wrestling was this past Saturday, September the 18th, the return at the famous and venerable Berwyn Eagles Club in West Suburban Berwyn. Now, I was at this show. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Hard-hitting stuff, great athleticism, awesome card from top to bottom, great production by Steve, and backstage by Ego, who was Robert Anthony, who helps book BCW. It was just an awesome effort. Great veteran talent. A lot of good young wrestlers as well. And to run down the card and give some opinions on it real quick. The Ice Pig, Vic Capri, defeats yours rudely and Mr. Chicago, Trevor Outlaw, in the main event. That's right. Another main event for Trevor Outlaw, who is just on fire right now. But Vic Capri gets the win. It was a great old-school type match, great psychology, hard-hitting action, the great build-up to the match, which included their dual appearance here on Windy City Slam podcast. And a little side note, if you haven't listened yet, check out the archives from whatever you listen to your podcasts. Great episode with Trevor and Vic last week. Like I said, an amazing match. Both guys just brought it the whole time, about 20 minutes of hard-hitting action. Loud pops from everyone there. Trevor Law getting some great heat with his mic work before the match. Vic Capri, the guy that everybody loves, is the hard-hitting, hard-nosed, no-nonsense veteran. So I just love the hell out of that match. And personally, one of the favorite matches I've ever seen on the independent scene. And I was ringside taking pictures. I got some great pictures as well. 
So in the next couple of days, check out WindyCitySlam.com for a full recap of BCW plus a photo gallery. Now to get into some of the other matches on the show, the N-Words, Bryce Benjamin and Acid Jazz, a.k.a. B. Rice and A. Jizzle, they defeat the tag team of Davey Bang and Vinny Scarpone. Now that's the son of Tony Scarpone, who was the longtime promoter for Pro Wrestling Blitz, which is based out of Joliet. And great match with these four guys. The N-Words are hilarious. They just bring the comedy to all their matches, primarily in Berwyn. But they've done some stuff for Frontline Pro as well as the N-Words team. And there was this spot during the match where there's mistaken identity. You know, it's kind of suspend your disbelief and just enjoy it. It was a whole lot of fun. Great to see Jesus Bryce and Acid Jazz. Just a couple of great guys and um, hell of a match there. Definite highlight of that match, though. Referee Dan Perch. People love this guy. He's a great ref. He's enthusiastic. He's a little crazy in there. And at one point, he body slammed both members of the N-Words, both Bryce and Acid Jazz. It was absolutely hilarious. And it may have been the loudest pop of the night. So very amazing little moment there. Dad Perch for the ref brand, getting some stuff in as well. August Matthews defeated Aaron Stone after hitting a 450 splash. Then we had hard-hitting Shogun Chris Logan defeating one-man dynasty Darius Luttrell. Now, great power versus veteran savvy type match. They Both these guys brought it. It was hard-hitting. It was heavy duty. And Shogun gets the win. Then we had Ryan Matthews defeating Angel Escalera with the backpack stunner. And in a Lucha Libre match, Yakuza defeats Disc Jocker Jr. by a submission. And then we had Mike Strong defeating the Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels, with a roll-up after escaping the Bear Hug and then avoiding a Steve Michaels corner charge. So big win for Mike Strong over an OVW star. And then in the opening match of the evening, it became a four-way scramble after one of the guys couldn't make it. It was local, lovable star Chico Suave pulling out the victory, defeating Jordan Cross, Garrison Creed, and Just Amazing when Chico pinned Cross following an angle slam. So once again, BCW, terrific show. And watch out for their Facebook page because sometimes they do post match clips and full matches on there. It would be worth your time to check them out in the coming weeks. Coming up down the line this weekend, we have Freelance Underground, and that's Saturday night, September the 25th, at Thornton Distilling in South Suburban Thornton. Just some of the matches that have been announced include Calvin Tankman against Kevin Koo. That should be a barn burner. Then we have Trevor Outlaw against Devin Monroe. And then just announced Pick and Pop, Darius Luttrell and Cody Hernandez. And they'll be taking on the team of Brandon Gore and Cal Creed. Plus, you'll have the Bang Bros, Storm Grayson, and Frontman Jay, among others. Saturday night, September the 25th, WOWT at the Berwyn Eagles Club. And just some of the matches on that show include the WOWT Championship, with Bandolero defending the title against El Quirvel de Puerto Rico and Triton. And it's the PRWA Championship 
the title holder Dante Caballero against El Hijo del Impostor. The WOWT Chicago Championship is also on the line as AJ Flyer defends the title against Just Amazing and Alas De Fuego. And coming all the way from Puerto Rico, the IWA Tag Team Championships will be on the line. The owners of time, Nick Mercer and Leonard White, are taking on BAM, I believe Mike Strong, and Alexander Knight will be the members of BAM wrestling for those titles. Also, Saturday night, September 25th, back up north in Milwaukee, GLCW returns to Circle B Recreation in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, and this show is called Have a Nice Day, because guess what? Mick Foley is the special guest for meet and greets and such. Plus, we'll see The Express, Ryan Cross and Jeff Luxon, the Fanny Pack Kid, Cal Hero, Tony Gunn from OVW, Joey Jet Avalon, Jordan Cross, TW3, and much more. Now, in a few moments, we'll have our guest, Steve Arendt, and he will recap this past weekend at Chicago Style Wrestling, plus he's going to help us preview Crash Tested Wrestling, Northland Pro Wrestling, and Southland Championship Wrestling. All those shows are happening this weekend, so Steve will help us promote those shows and a whole lot more. And congratulations to both Heather Reckless and C&C Destruction, who became new champions in Chicago-style wrestling. Heather won the four-way ladder match for the women's title, and C&C Destruction defeated the Bruce Brothers for the tag team championships. All right, in mere moments, stay tuned for Steve Arendt on Windy City Slam Podcast. Check out WindyCitySlam.com for news, analysis, photo galleries, and links for Chicago and independent wrestling, plus stories on the big boys such as AEW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. Also, while you're there, catch up on the latest episodes of Windy City Slam Podcast. All right. Back here on Windy City Slam Podcast. This week, I'm so thrilled and genuinely excited to have one of the busiest guys in Chicagoland independent wrestling. And whether it's an authority figure, a commentator, or whatever else he decides to play. And he's been in organizations such as Chicago Style Wrestling, Northland Pro Wrestling, Southland Championship Wrestling, Crash Tested Wrestling, Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, and very soon, within the next couple of weeks, Rocket Pro Wrestling. Ladies so, and gentlemen, please welcome CSW General Manager, among other things, Mr. Steve Arendt. How are you doing, Steve? Mike, my God, I couldn't be better if there were two of me, and that would be a sizable affair. Thank you for having me on this show. Very excited to be here for you tonight. Yeah, I'm totally thrilled. Uh, you're a Chicago guy. I'm a Chicago guy. Couple Very of excited. Chicago guys. Yep. Very excited to talk local, independent Chicago land wrestling. So uh, you're a South Suburban guy, and you have an extensive media background as well. You studied broadcast journalism at the Illinois Center for Broadcasting in Lombard, and a lot of talented people have come out of there. So what's it like to be one of the treasured graduates of that school? Yes. Um, it seems that the Illinois Media School's marketing campaign on ESP 1000 is an effective one. Uh, Jonathan Hood hooked me uh almost a decade ago, and I'm still digging my way out of the financial debt, but I have many great stories. 
I have many great experiences and I have quite the little uh, bag of wrestling tricks, shall we say. Uh, it's a great place to go. Uh, certainly meeting Jonathan Hood uh, was one of the high watermarks there as he's an instructor and uh, uh, a guy that frequents the school. Uh, made many great friends there. Uh, you know, fantastic experience. Uh, a little costly, not going to lie. If you don't have any money, don't do it. But if you got some extra cash and you want to learn something cool and meet cool people, that's the thing for you. Yeah. Uh, Windy City Slam trivia. If you've been following the podcast since the beginning, which goes back to January of 2020, Jonathan Hood was our first official guest. So he's a really cool guy, guy I've known for about the last decade or so through UIC basketball and some of the other Chicagoland uh, sports and media functions that I've met him at over the years. So great guy, Jonathan Hood. And it's kind of cool that you guys have rubbed elbows over the years as well. I got a, I got a quick story about Jonathan Hood. So I'm on vacation at the Wisconsin Dells with my family and my phone rings and it says Jonathan Hood. And I'm like, I haven't spoken to Jonathan Hood in quite a minute. He calls me up and he says, Steve, I've got one question for you. Are you all in? And I'm like, didn't even know what the context of the question was at the time, but it's Jonathan freaking Hood, ESPN 1000, wrestling aficionado, under the hood podcast. The man is a legend in this business. There's no doubt about that. People will say he's not a legend. He's a damn legend, for God's sake. So he says, are you all in? And I said, Jonathan, if you want me to be all in, I am absolutely all in. He said, that's the answer I wanted. So the next thing I know, a few weeks later, Jonathan Hood and I are sitting at a table at Podcast Row at All In, the first one, when AEW is just coming in. And he and I did a two and a half hour show live from Podcast Row and I still have that show on tape and I still listen to it from time to time to hell with David Kaplan. I'm a better co-host. <laughs> I've actually known Cappy probably for about 25 years. He's another pretty good dude. Cap, Cap's, Cap's a gem. It's a delight. Cap and Jay Hood are the only thing that get me to my, my shoot job uh, every, every weekday morning. So without them, I don't know where I'd end up. Yeah, if I had to get up that early, that's probably where I would go for my Sweet entertainment. Sweet Mamacita, so. it's early. Yeah. Take that. Yeah, at least yeah. I, I, I'm i a night owl. I sleep in. I have second shift stuff all the time. Oh, so tough gig, second shift. I wouldn't want I don't think I could do it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. My clock's all screwed up anyway. But anyway, it makes for interesting stories. <laughs> so what is your background and your history in professional wrestling? And how long have you been a part of it? And what drew you in? Okay, so when I went to the Illinois Media School, I was going in with the intention that I was doing uh, afternoon drive on the score or ESPN 1000. Now, what they didn't tell you when you forked over all that cash is that's not going to happen. So uh, I'm there, you know, working tirelessly uh, while doing a 60 hour a week job. And uh, the program director, Pete Ferrari, hello, Pete, uh, said, hey, listen, uh, I got this wrestling thing that I need someone to do play by play. You like wrestling, right? I love wrestling. I've been watching wrestling since I was 14 years old. Uh, you know, rock and wrestling connection on MTV, Cindy Lauper, Wendy Richter, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Piper and Orndorff. I remember those days. That's, that's what hooked me in. So I've been watching wrestling a long time and I'm like, yeah, I, I've, I love Jim Ross. He's an idol of mine. And I, I, I can go pretend to be Jim Ross for a couple hours. Sure. So I went to this company called pro uh, championship wrestling, PCW, running out of Midlow at the time. 
And, uh, you know, I went there. Nobody knew who I was. I didn't know who anybody was. They say, who are you? I'm doing commentary tonight. So they sit me down and give me a microphone. And for the next two and a half hours, it was nothing but me going, my God, that man has a family. It's a slobber knocker, basically regurgitating everything Jim Ross has said for the last two decades. Uh, and they liked my impression enough that they said, why don't you come back next month? So I rode the PCW wave until the company went away. Uh, last match I called for them was uh, the ice pick Vic Capri versus uh, versus one of the Heisman brothers. And uh, the, it, it gets bigger every time I tell this story. But I saw Vic Capri fall off a balcony and crash through 27 tables that were stacked on top of each other. Now, when I had Vic on my show, I said, Vic, how many tables? What is like, Steve, it was like three tables. But every year, every time I tell the story, I add another table. That's Kate <laughs> Babe for you. It's kind of like when Hulk Hogan tells his story of body slamming Andre the Giant. Every time he tells it, Andre weighs more. It's absolutely true. You have to have that embellishment. It makes it that much more better. Now, when you started wrestling broadcasting and you, you went into PCW, now, did you actually sit back for like the hour or two before the show and talk to wrestlers or did you just go on cold and just go ahead and throw out those impressions? Well, the first uh, the first show, I went right in cold. And uh, fortunately, they brought a few wrestlers over to talk with me during the show. So I got to interview. My first two interviews were uh, people that I still work with today. Uh, Angel, who is uh, the SCW Women's Champion. And uh, of course, Tom Heisman. Uh, you know, you know, Tommy uh, from uh, Youth Gone Wild. So I still work with these people, uh, even to this day, dear friends of mine, uh, you know, in, in, in the context of wrestling, not friends of mine, but in real life, uh, just people that I don't think I'd want to live in this world without. Uh, They're splendid humans. Um, so I got to interview them and kind of do that shtick. So I kind of got to do sports broadcaster interviewing these people while the wrestling was happening. And it just kind of, you know, then, you know, in the next uh, show, I got to do kind of my own thing and I started to branch out a little bit. And then the final show, it ended and they're like, okay, we're, we're, we're done now. Thanks for, for doing three shows. Have a nice life. So I thought I was done. I'm like, well, that's it. There's my, my five minutes of wrestling fame, but I got to meet the nasty boys. I got to meet Ricky Steamboat. So, you know, I was like, Hey, no harm, no foul. That's all I ever do. It was great. Now back on the try to be a sports broadcaster. So what happened was uh, it went away for a while. And then Tom Heisman, uh, who is now uh, Ace Bradley working for Crash Tested Wrestling, they were looking for commentators. And he remembered me from PCW and they brought me in and said, hey, do you want to try this? And uh, since Crash Tested Wrestling, I have been doing this now for the last eight years. So turning the tables a little bit, you are kind of a polarizing figure in the local business. There are people who just love Steve Arendt. And yet there are others that absolutely despise you. Uh, yes. now, can you explain that? And does that anything to do with the fact that maybe you're a little schizophrenic from one show to the next or one company to the next? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's it's a tough gig to be an authority figure and bipolar at the same time. Uh, no, you know what? I, I, I love the people that love me, but I love the people that hate me even more because it's so much fun. Uh, to be hated in this business. Uh, there are people that just would would piss on my my dying corpse if they could, so to speak. Uh, but I want, you know, see, anytime you can get any kind of reaction, whether it be love, whether it be hate, just as long as the worst thing that can happen to you in this business is to go out there and nobody says anything. You, that, that's what you don't want. And that the first time I got to play a character and be the GM of uh, 
global professional wrestling, I walked out to a absolute non-reaction. So I had to figure out how I was going to get these people to either like me or hate me. And, uh, you know, fortunately, I was working with some rather experienced humans, uh, Braun the Lumberjack, Mitch Blake being the men uh, that kind of told me how to get a reaction on that level. Because that was my first time I was an in-ring character, so to speak. So, you know, as long as you get a reaction, good or bad, I'll take it either way. And I love them all equally, my haters and my lovers. Yeah, so you, like I said, at the very top, one of the busiest guys around in Chicagoland wrestling. And let's talk a little bit about what happened last Friday. CSW, Chicago Style Wrestling, had an incredible show last Friday with Ascension in Franklin Park. A couple of the big matches. We had Heather Reckless winning the CSW Women's Championship in a four-way ladder match that also included Sky Blue, Sierra, and Billy Starks. And in the other match that caught my eye, Two of your favorite guys, well, I'm tugging cheek there, CNC Destruction, Cody James and Chris Miller. They became the CSW Tag Team Champions by defeating the Bruce Brothers, what people know as Steve Boz and TJ Steele. So your reactions to those two matches, and then could you also run down the rest of the show for me? Sure. Um, the latter match. Uh, when you say main event, uh, you know, it's, it's a term that can be thrown around and maybe a little too loosely. Um, this, not the case with this match. It had everything you would ever want a main event to have. Uh, three of the superstars you've seen on television. Heather Reckless and Sierra have done AEW Dark multiple times and not squash matches. They fared well in their matches. So they are legit superstars okay and sky blue did enough to end up in the casino battle royal at the biggest pay-per-view in the history of professional wrestling maybe uh at least currently so to have those three athletes in one match is unbelievable and for those of you that don't know the name billy starks uh it won't be long she is extremely young but has so much talent that is going to be unbelievable. She's already unbelievable, but the sky's the limit for, uh, for, for, for Billy, no doubt about it. Uh, when you put all four of these athletes in a ring filled with ladders with a championship hanging overhead and you say, go get that title, whoever gets it wins. Uh, well, you've created uh, magic and that's what they did. They created magic. And the only, I mean, obviously Heather Reckless winning the championship uh, unseats the, the incumbent favorite sky blue. Uh, so she's no longer champion, which is bittersweet for me because we love sky, uh, as our champion, but Heather reckless is that, that title looks good on her. And I think she's going to do a great job representing CSW as its new champion. Everything changes, everything, uh, you know, moves along down the line. Uh, nothing is finite, but it's how the end of that, what happened at the end that made things a little weird because as the match was in its final moments, the, the lights went off, the power went out, everything went black. And then there was a sudden power surge. The lights came back up momentarily. And all you could see was Hades X one X laying poor sky blue out. Ooh. The lights went out again, then finally came back on for the remainder of the show and Hades was gone and sky blue unconscious in the ring. 
Sky Blue had to be carried from the ring because of what Hades X1X did. Uh, so now your general manager has business with this faceless monster that has been wreaking havoc and running amok through CSW, and he's going to have to atone for what he's done. <clears throat> Similarly, in the tables match, uh, as hard as I've tried to eliminate Miller and Cody James over the last calendar year, and it's been a calendar year since I was betrayed at Fright, at Fright Night last year, they finally got the one over on me that they've wanted, and they put both Steele and Boz through tables. Now, there was a little bit of a wild card in that, and Acid Jazz came out and basically created a diversion causing Steve Boz to lose. So although our champions lost, it was under fairly conspicuous circumstances, shall we say, and although they were no rules matches, so you can't really disqualify anybody and, and, and do anything like that, I, I, I saw Acid Jazz, I saw Hades X1X, and they are going to have, they're going to be culpable for, for what they did. And then CNC Destruction, I'm still not done with those fools. Uh, they are champions now, but it won't be for long, I assure you. Yeah, so what else happened on that show? I know Marche Rocket had a number one contenders bash with Joey the Jet Avalon. Well, that sh have shovel will travel. Uh, you know, he uh, he certainly uh, Jet certainly em employed the shovel uh, behind the ref's back. Uh, low blowed Marche Rocket, but you know he got the win. Uh, it wasn't the cleanest of victories, uh, but nonetheless, uh, Joey Jet Avalon is the number one contender for Nick Brubaker's CSW heavyweight title. Uh, but I still feel like Marche Rocket will have something to say about this because. Uh, you know, he can go all day and, you know, even when you hit him in the business with a shovel, uh, he's going to find a way to make things right. So not exactly the ideal ending, but Brubaker Avalon should be one hell of a match. When do we expect uh, Brubaker and Avalon to take place? Well, we've got a lot up in the air right now. We've got a brand new women's champion. We've got brand new tag team champions. Uh, the monster that that basically changed the dynamic of the whole show uh, is our Metro champion. So we've got a lot of irons in the fire and, uh, you know, October being the anniversary of Fright Night, uh, I'm still kind of searching for how I want to handle some of these situations uh, at the next show. But well, believe me, uh, I'm toying with the title for October instead of Fright Night, all hallows Steve, because the GM will strike back. Very good. Now, switching on to some of your other companies that you work for. This weekend, you have Crash Tested Wrestling's Whiplash on Friday night in Hobart, Indiana. And of course, we have CNC Destruction wreaking havoc there as well. They're taking out Marche Rocket and your very good friend, C Red. Yeah, you know, that is, uh, it's bittersweet for me, Mike, and I'll be honest with you. Um, the wrestling community as a whole uh, lost a brother last week uh with the passing of austin fury uh he was scheduled to be at this show so although the night at whiplash will be joyous and it will be exciting and you'll get great wrestling and you've got a main event cnc destruction versus the soul touches i mean that's a that's a match that everybody should want to see uh but but we've got that that uh that specter of our lost man 
uh, hanging over the proceedings. So uh, we have to do our best to make this show for him. And, uh, you know, we've lost so many people in this business lately. Um, depression is something that in this day and age is commonplace because the world is such a difficult situation for everybody right now. And whether they smile and laugh and shake your hand when you see them for five minutes, you don't know what's going on behind the smile. And I think it behooves us as family and the wrestling community is family, first and foremost. It's a fraternity that I'm damn proud to be a part of. Uh, we need to watch out for our brothers and sisters. We had Daphne, obviously that was a huge thing. And now Austin uh, is one of the closest things I've ever experienced uh, to wrestling that I work in personally. Uh, so it's gonna be, it'll be a bittersweet show, uh, but the new crash tested wrestling is on a journey to excellence. It's going to eventually eclipse where it was several years ago by doing things the right way, not the wrong way, the right way. And we have young pillars of enthusiasm. Uh, it's a nice mix of old, uh, not old, but experienced veterans, young, hungry newcomers. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited for Whiplash, but also, you know, when we're sitting there on commentary, you know, we're going to be thinking about Austin and his family. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely some heavy hearts going on there. Uh, rest in peace, Austin Fury. Uh, very, very sad situation there. Very sad. And also, I know you have ties to both Southland Championship Wrestling and Northland Pro. They're both running this weekend. So which show are you going to be at? Well, since presently I'm not acknowledging Northland, Nateland, out in Woodstank, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be at my home away from home Southland Championship Wrestling on the mic calling WrestleTopia 2, the grandest show in the SCW calendar year. We have got everything you could want in a show on Saturday. Now, that's not to say that Northland isn't going to be entertaining, but let's be honest, without me leading the way at Northland, it's not really the same. It's not nearly as entertaining. You need the guy, the puppeteer, the man that pulls the strings out there. And because I've been suspended by Nate Dog, uh, I will sit this one out as well. But he's got to meet my terms. I need to be put on the poster. I need to be on that flyer. I need, I need to be recognized for what I am, the biggest draw that that locker room has. Once they give me my due, then I will return. And, you know, there's possibility that I might be back in August or not August, but October. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm milling it around. You know, if, if they give me the proper respect, then I will return. But as it stands uh, this particular Saturday, I will be at uh, Shabans doing WrestleTopia 2. And that seems to be a pretty loaded show. They got a lot of good talents down there uh, for Southland. First of all, you've got James Creed, the real sharpshooter, against jake andrews now i could write a small novella on jake andrews i have been watching jake andrews wrestle and calling his matches for eight years very few people in this business are as technically savvy and athletic as jake andrews and uh you know i remember him all the way back when he was teaming up with elliot paul 
you know, it's, 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 it's been a long time uh, that Jake has been in this business and he has gotten better each and every year. And right now he is one of the highest flyers and one of the, the, the largest top shelf talents that I get to work with. So I'm excited to see him, but then you got Creed. Creed is the franchise at, at SCW. So now he's going for after his first title, the Genesis championship. So if you want a marquee match, you got one. And then if you want a dream matchup, how about Max Holiday versus the Irish car bomb, Sean Mulligan? I, I've been waiting eight years to call that match. I mean, Max Holiday in a boot named Sue, the Irish car bomb, uh, you know, Sean Mulligan rocks the ring whenever he shows up. That match is going to be absolutely electric. And that's not all. You know, JPH is going to be in action defending his title. Uh, you know, so there's a lot going on and there's stuff that hasn't even been announced yet. Uh, we've got the big uh, steel chain match between Ivan Manson and Scott Spade. This is a blood feud that has been spanning the last four to five months. Spade hates Manson. Manson hates Spade. Spade caused Ivan Manson to be carried out of Shabance by ambulance. First time in his 20 plus year career that Ivan Manson hasn't walked out of an arena under his own power. The, that, the blood feud, the hatred that's happening between these two men, it all collides at WrestleTopia too. So if you don't have plans, hell, even if you do have plans, cancel those plans. Come to get the tickets and, and come to Shabance. WrestleTopia too. It's the granddaddy of them all. Sounds like a great show. And I got a chance to actually talk with James Creed a few weeks ago. He was hanging out at Warrior Wrestling with some folks uh, with the Chicago Sideshow. Uh, you know, they're hanging out after the show. And, and James is a good Those are my kid. Guys. Those are my guys, the Sideshow. Yep. yep. Love those guys. And uh, Ryan Matthews was also there, too. And uh, he was actually teamed up with the Sideshow that day uh, with both Nacho Clown and Cypher. So that was kind of a fun match to see them kind of all together and interacting with each other. Nobody screams louder than Ryan Matthews does. It's literally deafening. And that was something that happened this Friday night, another episode of the beauty parlor uh, where he and Axel Rico have set the wheels in motion for some kind of strange feud. It, it really broke down very oddly at the end, but you know, Axel Rico don't sleep on that name. That guy is, that guy's got all the talent and charisma in the world. I love Axel. Uh, we had him on the podcast a couple of months ago. One of the more fun and engaging guests we had on the show. And he just has a very high ceiling in this business. There are just too many damn Ricos in this world. If you watch Proving Grounds on YouTube, mm -hmm. there's there's the Commissioner Rico, there's Mascara Rico, and uh, you know Axel Rico hasn't even shown up on Proving Grounds. Maybe he's got nothing to prove, but there are a lot of Ricos. <laughs> that is for sure and also you will be making your debut i believe on the commentary team for rocket pro wrestling on october 2nd correct you know uh i didn't think that there were many things left that could excite me uh the way this opportunity has uh for a couple of reasons uh kevin and bill are are really great human beings uh in this business and you know there aren't a busload of, of really good men in this business anymore necessarily uh so to get them to contact me and say hey we want you to be a part of rocket pro uh i was floored i was 
bewildered with uh, just, I, I felt so good. Like, my God, these people want me to work for their company. Uh, so I didn't hesitate for a moment and the dates lined up with what I have going. So it was a no brainer. And it's at St. Joe's and Joliet. I mean, my God, that's hallowed wrestling. I mean, like the Berwyn Eagles club. I mean, there are just, there are a few places in Chicago that are just iconic when it comes to pro wrestling. St. Joe's is one. Uh, the Berwyn Eagles club is another. So uh, the opportunity to work with those guys at, at Rocket Pro, uh, the brand new episode, Darkness Falls, October the 2nd, the hearse is going to be there. Do you know how excited I am to see this <laughs> damn hearse? I've heard about this hearse for half a decade. I'm ready to see it. I'm ready to have my hearse moment. And the main event is, it's it's a match that I I could watch a million times and it will be new and different every time. And that's all day Marche Rocket, my guy. Versus my other guy, Shogun Chris Logan. I mean, when those two men enter the ring, and they have entered the ring as opponents a great many times, it's one of those matches like Rock versus Austin or Hogan. Who did Hogan? Not Hogan, Andre necessarily, but but you know, great rivals. Hogan Flair. You know, there are just matchups that are worth the price of admission whenever they happen, wherever they happen. And this is one of those matches that that's headlining darkness falls. Plus uh, you know, we've got, we've got so many other uh, you know, great act athletes are going to be on hand. I mean, Gunner brave uh, Gunner brave is one of the best in the world right now. And he's going to be at darkness falls. So a lot of great things are going to happen. Uh, October 2nd is definitely the place to be. Get October kicked off right there. A lot of great shows in the month of October this year. Yeah, and Shogun and Marche, those were two guys who I actually got indoctrinated with independent wrestling in the Chicago area in Joliet. So they're coming back to where, you know, they made Joliet famous for independent wrestling, and that should be a hell of a match. I have seen Marche Rocket do so many unbelievable things over the eight years I've been in it. And, uh, you know, he is, uh, he is just one of those guys that you stick him into any locker room and he's an instant leader an instant inspiration and an instant draw, you know, why this man isn't, isn't working Wednesday and Friday nights. It just, it beguiles me. He's everything you want in a person to be a role model and to be a performer. He's got every tool in the bag. He's got the greatest personality ever. People embrace him. My God, AEW, if you're listening, come on now. It's easy. It's, it's academic at this point. Well, it's good to see him with the NWA. He's doing some nice stuff with them. And he will continue to do nice stuff and he deserves every bit of it. You know, he, his, his past and impact. I mean, that was, that was a thrill ride him at NWA power right now. Uh, BC is, is certainly on point knowing what he's got with all day. Uh, but I, I think, you know, I, I think the man has earned his stripes to the point where he should be able to work anywhere and everywhere at every level, because I've never seen him not rise to a challenge, whether he's injured, whether he's dealing with personal issues, he always shows up. He always shows out. And I can't say that about everybody. 
couple things about Marche. If there's a wrestling show or a wrestling promotion in the Chicago area, Marche Rocket has probably worked for them. He's, he's pretty much worked every promotion in the Chicago area. And my first experience watching a Marche Rocket match was Pro Wrestling Blitz 2014, a huge wrestle fest show at the Joliet I Truck there. I was there. That was a crazy night. 3,000 people, AC broke. But the opening match on that show was Marche Rocket against Grin for the Pro Wrestling Blitz No Limits Championship, which was won by Grin, by the way, I believe. But Marche really showed me something that night, and he became an instant favorite. We were doing secondary commentary for the Illinois Media School that night. Uh, it was me and a couple of the other students. And uh, Frankie had Marche come over and sit with us and, and we had got a chance to talk to him. And that was the first time I got to, to speak to all day Marche rocket and speaking to him then and speaking to him now, uh, the, the man is a portrait of charm and consistency. I mean, you, people are really sleeping on this guy. Yes, indeed. I agree with that there as well. Uh, you are also part of the famous Chicago Connection, and that's uh, P.L. Myers' famous wrestling faction, and it has two decades of roots in the Chicago area. So what's it like being a part of the Chicago Connection? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, when I was approached to be member 23, it didn't seem real um, because I know the history of the Connection. I've seen the connection. I've followed the connection for years. Uh, one of my good friends in this business, Jared Priest, a card-carrying OG member of the Chicago Connection. Uh, so to be mentioned in the breath with guys like Kingpin, Cognito Jones, Jared Priest, John Hudson, P.L. Myers, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, it's for me, it, 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 I have to pinch myself sometimes because it just doesn't seem real. You know, I've been around long enough to maybe deserve such an honor in my mind. Uh, but PL tells me that, uh, when he chose me to be number 23, uh, he had some pretty convincing arguments, uh, that made me feel great. So to be part of the Chicago connection, to be representing that brand as a commentator as an interviewer uh it's a high it's a high bar it's a high standard they have uh but it's nice to have that in my back pocket because i know that every time i come on a show like this every time i do a show like chicago chicago uh, style wrestling anytime i do anything in this business i'm not representing just myself but i'm representing the uh the, the chicago connection brand and uh you know never wanting to tarnish something that uh is so important in this business, it always makes me want to be as prepared and as professional as I can possibly be. So I always want to, I always want to do well in the eyes of PL Myers and the connection because you know, it's, it's important. And in Chicago, the number 23 means quite a bit to most yes. folks. So I'm not saying I'm the, I'm the Jordan of the connection, but maybe I am rarefied air. Michael Jordan, Devin Hester, Ryan Sandberg, a lot of great number 23. Right. So I got it's Hester Sandberg, Jordan and Steve. There yeah. you go. You're the right on that line. I'm, I'm in that, that 23 zone here in Chicago. I'm very excited. All right. And going back to your media background, you also host a show called The Power Hour with your buddy C-Red, a local Chicago legend, every Tuesday night. 
And you can catch that on Facebook as well as YouTube. And I've been privileged to be a guest on that show. Had a great time with you guys. Tell me a little bit more about the how the Power Hour came to be. Well, the Power Hour, uh, you know, it, it's become uh, something that I didn't expect it to be. Uh, it was originally Last Man Talking on the LRP network out of Gary, Indiana. And we were in a studio and it was it was a videotape show and we had sets and, you know, it was fun. And my original co-host was the Macho Ghost, which is a character that has been doing uh, radio and uh, television with me for decades, uh, going back to when I was in school. He's a, a dear friend of mine and uh, one of the most entertaining people that I know. So he would do bit uh, parts for me on shows like Devil's Radio and Ludicrous Speed that I did it for the school. So when we got the opportunity to do uh, Last Man Talking, I decided on let, let's just roll the ghost because everybody loves the macho man's voice. Everybody loves the macho man character. Why not have an alter ego that's a ghost uh, be part of the fun? And we did for a while and then pandemic hit and the show stopped ceasing to be live in studio and we were doing everything from Zoom like we're doing it now. It's, it's nice. I like Zoom. It makes it easy. I can do it locally and still have everything I need uh, to, to do the shows, which is great. Makes it a lot more convenient. But we were missing the in-studio experience. So when everything cleared and we went back for a period of time, uh, the ghost wasn't comfortable in the moment uh, with the pandemic situation. So I needed a new co-host to, to get me through the period till he came back. And, uh, you know, C Red had been a guest and I'm like, well, you know, this is, we have good chemistry together. We have had it for years. So I asked him and he came in and we've been doing it ever since. And uh, I think we get better every week and having somebody like C Red as your partner is a extremely gratifying thing because the legitimacy that I don't necessarily bring, cause I've only been in the business eight years uh, being paired up with a 20-year veteran who has seen and done everything. Uh, the Soul Touches, uh, Windy City Pro is where he, he trained and started, the Sam DeSeros of the world, and all of that tradition that comes from behind him. And, you know, he'll go into these stories about things he's done and places he's been, the stories of Philadelphia and Shakara and, you know, all of these great things. Uh, it gives us a unique perspective because it seems like just about every person that comes on the power hour, C-Red has either mentored, worked with, worked for, or partially trained. So there's that dynamic of familiarity with just about all of our guests, which is a really wonderful thing because instead of being uncomfortable when they come in, what am I doing? What is this about? It's like they're coming on with friends. And that's what we like. We're all about storytelling. And I think that's a lost art in wrestling these days. Uh, you know, people are all about the moves and all about what's happening in the ring. It's not so much about the story, but the story is everything. And that's what we try to do on the Power Hour is focus on the storytelling. And you got to see Red and there aren't many better at telling stories than him. Yeah, he's got a story for every minute. Every minute. If you haven't had him on the show, you're just letting the best things in life pass you by. Get him on there. I think we're going to be working on that at some point. I, I think have a you should. Long list of guests that you I have think to. I'm uh, annoying, boy. My God, spend <laughs> an hour with Red and see how that works out for you. That should be amazing once we get him on. Um, Seriously, there's nobody like Red. He is 
one of the most charismatic and uh, well-spoken people that I've ever associated with. And it's a joy to do power hour with him every week, a privilege. And speaking of well-spoken people, and I really don't want to forget this, but John Buller, Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, you're a part of them as well as a broadcaster with Joey Roth. And I know right now they're on a little bit of a hiatus because of some unfortunate circumstances in, the, in Indiana with COVID and that. But right. what's it like to work with John and CCW? Well, uh, boy, I, I, you know, again, I, I told, I, you know, when you when you did your show promotion, I said I'm blessed with opportunities. And that's uh, and that is true. I'm blessed beyond my wildest dreams uh, with all these companies wanting me to work with them and for them. And, uh, you know, I'll never be able to repay all the debt of these people taking chances on me to work in there because they could have anybody. These are all top shelf promotions. And and John Bullard could have had anybody do commentary. He's so well connected, not only up here, but down south that, you know, he could bring anybody in to sit at that commentary table, but he asked me. So I owe him a great deal because I had gotten out of commentary for a while. I was basically just doing GM and story type things uh, in the promotions that I was working in. And John kind of offered me the chance to get back into commentary. And I wasn't sure how that was going to go. And I knew Joey Roth. I knew <clears throat> being a partner with Joey Roth was going to be easy uh, because Joey Roth is a one-man show in himself. I just needed to make sure I was able to get my points in around his points. If you listen to us talk, it's basically us arm wrestling for our, the mic time, which isn't always a good thing because Joey always wins. Um, <laughs> but I knew going into the, the CCW experience, it was going to be easy work because Joey is so good. And what John's doing with that roster and the uh, cinema style camera work and, and the way he presents a show, uh, I knew this was going to be gigantic and it's sold out every time it's been around. And, uh, you know, that first night, that, that October night a year ago, it's almost been a year uh, since, we, since we had the big premiere, uh, you know, sitting behind that, contact, that, that commentary table and, and putting the phones on and, and, and calling those matches for the first time in a while, it felt like coming home. So John Bullard, uh, being the great emancipator, the, the great motivator, the great spokesperson, uh, and just all around, you know, great human being brought me home. And uh, for that, I'll always be grateful. How is it working at Chicago Land Championship Wrestling? Uh, it, it's a privilege to be a part of it because the locker room is top shelf. Uh, the the storylines are unbelievable. Uh, you know, it's where I met people that I'd never worked with before, like Ewok and Paragon. And these are people that are going to be leading the future because these are some of the most exciting, young, talented people that I've ever seen on this planet. Uh, just watched the, the, the John and Ewok show on YouTube to see how talented Ewok is. And he can back that up in the ring because he'll bludgeon you. And then Paragon I've had issues with, but... Um, I would be hard pressed to find somebody more entertaining on the microphone than Paragon. He's, he's uh, quite the enigma and something special. So to work with John and Michael and all the people at CCW, uh, it's, it's a treat. It's a joy. It's a privilege. I, I'll never be able to repay him for it. So we could do the whole six degrees of Steve Arendt. You pro pretty much everybody in the Midwest. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 
they everybody says, well, how did you get to work at all these places? How did you do? How are you? How does that? Why do people care that you work somewhere? Here's the thing. It's pretty simple and it's 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 a pretty easy little recipe. When you go into a place to work, be on time, dress professionally, and be a professional performer every time you do it. And if you do those three things, people are going to want to have you back because we all love this business. We love it. It's why we do it. If you do it with passion and you do it because you love it and you do it professionally, you'll never find, you'll never have a problem getting work anywhere because that's what people want. They want professional people with passion that are willing to do the work. So I'm lucky. I'm at six, possibly seven. And, uh, you know, I'll take, you know, if, if somebody else called me tomorrow and said, hey, can you do it? If I wasn't already booked, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'm 51 years old, Mike. My, my time in this business is fleeting at best. So if I don't take advantage of every opportunity that I have, like sitting here with you on a Monday evening after a hard day at work, if I don't take advantage of these opportunities, then the opportunities go away. And I love this too much. Like being here on this show with you is a thrill for me that anybody gives a crap what I have to say. So, you know, I will never turn down an opportunity to do something like this ever. So you guys are stuck with me until you say, you know what, we're tired of you. Go retire and be done. Steve, I appreciate you and I appreciate you coming on the show today. And one more thing before I let you go, go ahead and promote your social media and whatever upcoming events you've got. Okay, so you can find me on Facebook predominantly. That's where I do most of my stuff. It's my name, Steve Arendt. I'm there. You can't miss me. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Steve Arendt. So that's very convenient. And on Instagram, I am at Steve Arnett, A-R-N-E-T-T. Why, you ask? Because the fools that crash-tested wrestling, the original one, couldn't spell or pronounce my name. So I decided, hell, I'll just do it the way they spell it. So, you know, that, that's just me taking one back at the man, shall we say. But I'm on all of these things, and you can find me out there. And if you want to be my friend, I'll be your friend. If you want to follow me, follow me. I'll follow you. Uh, I, I love everybody that loves wrestling. And if anybody wants to participate with me, I'm all in for it. Fantastic. Every time, uh, the rest of this month, it's crazy. Crash tested wrestling this Friday night in Hobart, Indiana, whiplash, Marche, C red, CNC destruction, Jared Kripke versus Mike strong, uh, Celine, uh, gray fights, uh, the big green rage monster, Natasha crane. I mean, it's going to be an epic night Friday night in Hobart at the brand new stadium. So, Come see Crash Tested Wrestling Whiplash. And then, if you haven't had enough of me by then, come on down to Shabance at the Civic Center, Saturday night for WrestleTopia 2, SCW in the house, full effect. Biggest show of the year, no expense spared. The talent is top shelf. It's the biggest show of the year, so all the stars are going to be there. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And then, obviously, October 2nd, I'm coming down to Joliet, Rocket Pro Wrestling, and then... CSW in October on October 15th. And then we've got shows the rest of the month. It's going to be crazy in October. It was crazy in September, but you ain't seen nothing yet in October. We are going to tear some things up. Professional wrestling right now is as good as it's ever been. And we're going to show you why the Chicago area is where it's at. It's October 15th. All hello, Steve, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. 
We'll see. But I know there are four people that are going to show up at that arena and are going to have hell to pay. Maybe that's the name of it. Hell to pay. And I'm talking to you, Acid Jazz. And I'm talking to you, CNC Destruction. And I'm talking to you, Hades. All right, Steve, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on, talking about all the different promotions you're a part of. And hopefully we'll have you on the show once again down the line on Windy City Slam. Mike, I got one thing to say before I go. You do an amazing job at what you do. And anytime you show up at an event, you are a complete professional. And that's why we love you. So you keep doing what you're doing. We thank you. Awesome conversation with Steve Arendt. He's a guy who has his finger on the pulse of several promotions, whether it's an authority figure or a commentator, a guy who just knows his stuff in the wrestling business as well. Great guy to talk to, and we hope to have him on again someday very soon. All right, next week, we have two guests joining us, making his return to the show, Jordan Cross, and making his debut on the Windy City Slam podcast, veteran Chicago-area wrestler Dave Rydell. We'll be talking SSW slash Sports and Signings Face Your Fear show, which runs Saturday night, October the 9th, at the Broadstop in Kenosha. That'll do it for Windy City Slam podcast for this week. So long, everybody. So long, everybody.